Carlsbad. People, purpose, and impact. An essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good morning and welcome, everyone. My name is Brett Schonsenbach, and I'm the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I'm excited to be your host this morning. And I have my friend and colleague, Christine Davis, the executive director of the Carlsbad Village Association with me today. Good morning, Christine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us today. So um, before we get into some of the meatier stuff, I think it'd be fun for people to know your background a little bit. Um, Before you took on your current role, you actually owned a cool little shoe shop in the village. And, And even before that, this was new to me. Yes, I was trolling your site a little. Um, I didn't realize that you studied law at UCSB. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Um, plus, you're an Aztec as well. Studied journalism at SDSU. So, tell us a little bit about your your journey and like through those things, to, through owning your shoe shop, that got you all the way to this point where you are now with the Vis- Village Association. Actually, uh, I've had a very storied career, if you'd say. I mean, I've done a lot of different things. I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Nice. Uh, long, long history back from my grandfather and grandmother who came here from Italy and opened up a little delicatessen in Chicago. And uh, so my father grew up knowing that you owned your own business. That's what you did. Uh, You didn't work for big business. You owned your own. Uh, Yeah, as you mentioned, I was pre-law in college, and my father said, no, you want to own your own business. So he pulled me (laughs) out of that. Uh, Don't know. I think it was the right choice. But uh, uh, then I was a newspaper writer for many years, a photographer writer. So One of the things I did for quite some time was the business page for the Today's Local News. And I would do the entire page, and I would interview business owners. So again, that passion of working with small business owners and learning how they took their passion, their creativity, and, you know, made a career out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that led you to opening or buying, or how did you get the shoe shop going? So that was a fluke. That was my husband saying, I've got a great idea amazing little shoe that I found from Paris. We can be the first ones in uh, a French shoe. And I said, I, I have a college degree. I, you know, this is, I'm not going to sell shoes for a living. We popped a tent up at a street fair, not Carlsbad Village Fair. That was our second one. And we had so much fun. My husband and I worked together. Uh, we sold a hundred pairs of shoes. It was chaos. We didn't even know how to run the credit card machine. It was just, it was, it was fun. And it took off. It was a great product. So we got excited. Then we got a warehouse. We went online. Uh, We hired employees. And then we did retail, brick and mortar. And that's not for the faint of heart. That is, you know, 24-7, seven days a week. So. And that brought you down to the village. Yep. uh, Ten years. uh, We had the store for almost ten years and became a board member for the Carlsbad Village Association because I wanted to be involved with the direction of business uh, in the village. And you know, when you volunteer for something, you do a good job, you end up yeah. running it eventually. So I yeah. uh, became a part-time program manager while still owning my store. Mm-hmm. That became a little tricky, running a store and having employees and working at the association. Sure. So through time, um, I sold my store, uh, became the full-time executive director, and I've now been with the Village Association for six and a half years. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great entrepreneurial, you know, heritage that you're part of and that you embraced and and lived out in your own life that brought you all the way to this point now. So 
you've been a part of the village association for six and a half years, but you've been part of the village for even longer than that. So tell everybody, what, what makes the village special? The village has, you know, I use the word vibe, but it has a vibe. Um, it has an electricity to it. And what I love is, and this sounds so schmaltzy, but in the summer, people walk by and they smell like suntan lotion. And they're happy because people are coming to Carlsbad Village. Many of them are, are tourists or visitors. Sure. Uh, whether it's a day trip from Rancho Bernardo or Temecula or someone coming in from Michigan. So seeing people that are happy by the beach, sunshine, our great weather, it just has that great that great ambiance. Yeah. So I love that. I also love the eclectic nature. You have businesses that have been there for family businesses for you know 35 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're second generation. Uh, you have new businesses coming in, seeing young women hang their shingle and open their own doors. It's just every day is new and there's such a variety. And I think that's what I really like, the energy, the variety, and just watching it grow. Yeah, It's been exciting. That's interesting. So obviously, um, you know, you and I are sitting here. It's uh, We're not quite 100% post-COVID, but we're definitely post a lot of the most stringent time of COVID. But talk about how you saw resiliency in in the village businesses because you're you know it's so heavily restaurant and retail and salons and that kind of stuff down there those guys were hit hard with shutdowns so talk about what you experienced and what you saw that so when we you know the words that came out of the pandemic um pivot resiliency i mean they were really the poster child for for those words um the thing i saw the most is collaboration which i really mm-hmm. liked uh seeing I'll use one example, a chamber member, Pure Project, partnering with senior grubbies because they realized that in order to be open in a certain way, they had to serve food. Um, Well, and Pure Project is a brewery, microbrewery. Yes, taproom, right? So under their model, when they opened, um, it was very strict. Uh, they, They were very restricted on what they could do. So they pivoted. They went to a to-go model. And um, thankfully, through the ABC laws and all of that, you know, alcohol to-go became very popular. Yeah. Uh, so that was great, but it wasn't enough. So we worked with them and they did some re- outreach and they partnered with other businesses who could bring food. And then we did outdoor activation. And then they became uh, a different business model. Yeah. They could now serve food. So it benefited senior grubbies. It benefited them. Uh, we worked with the city on outdoor activation. They pivoted. So watching that was just amazing, you know, to see yeah. a business open the weekend of the shutdown, the second shutdown. Yeah. And then oh, golly. transform that quickly and collaborate was really uh, exciting. It's not the right word, but very heartwarming. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you mentioned they opened a couple of weeks after the shutdown and, uh, you know, timing couldn't have been worse, but you know it takes so long after you get approved to do your tenant improvements. So their their process had been going on for quite some, probably a, a year or more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you know you can't really just all of a sudden turn that off. And you know you got a lot of invested in a, in the tenant improvements. And so even though the pandemic was doing unusual things to our our normal flow they had to open um, amidst that. You mentioned another thing that I think um, merits some discussion, the outside activations. You know, that became very important for our restaurant 
type businesses down there in the village. And so talk about that in a little bit, what you saw, because there's a lot more uh, parking spots that have been gobbled up now. Uh, talk about that. Uh, there has. Uh, you know, thankfully, we've got the weather to support that. Yeah. You know, during the pandemic, I thought, what are people in Chicago and, yeah. you know, Michigan doing in the middle of, okay. of all of this? So we were very blessed in that sense. Uh, so the curb cafes, many of them are called parklets or curb cafes. Uh, they were the ones that took over parking spots. So that was a little tricky. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's bittersweet. As much as you hated to see parking uh, be removed from the village because parking is already, you know, tight down there, yeah. it was necessary to keep these businesses alive. Right. And the city was uh, fantastic uh, working with the businesses to make that happen. So. Every business that applied was able to get up to four spots. Mm -hmm. That's a big, big footprint. Yeah. Um, they built their structures, and then outdoor dining just resumed. And uh, we saw some structures go up in, you know, 72 hours, and they were actually wow. quite attractive. Yeah. And then to see people sitting outdoors uh, was fantastic. And then as the weather changed, seeing the space heaters come mm -hmm. and the outdoor lights coming in, and it's, it's actually quite nice. Now we're trying to balance out how do we get some of that parking back, but keep that outdoor activation. So it's going to be an ongoing, this is kind of the wave of the future now. Yeah. And that's an interesting segue there that um, going into the future, because the dynamic of the tight, the tight parking situation in the village already, but the significant investment some of these folks put into those outdoor activations, I'm sure um, they would like to keep those going long term. Yes. And some what some people don't know is some of those structures can cost thirty, you know, yeah. thirty, thirty five thousand dollars. So and it's not a small amount. No. Especially to an independent independent, you know, restaurant or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's, you know, um, at first it felt a little awkward, right? Like you're eating almost out there in the street and cars are whizzing by. But my wife and I just had a, a little getaway to New York City. And, and that's like just common, you yeah. know? I mean, that's just the way things are in bigger cities or places, yeah. you know? So uh, we're just all getting used to it now uh, in our suburban existence. Well, I just recently ate indoors, I think possibly for the first time, ah. you know, in the pandemic and it felt so odd. Yeah. I'm like, gosh, I'm not used to not being in the middle of the street yeah. or on a sidewalk, so... Well, and as you mentioned, we have such beautiful weather year round, you know, that outdoor eating is uh, easy, easy to do and, and fun. And uh, we're going to talk about some um, cool events coming up here very soon. But I, I wanted to give a quick um, shout out to some of your other events that you do typically in the summers and, and maybe even early fall so that people have a really good idea of all the great things you guys do. So you just recently finished your Taste of Carlsbad. How did that go? Uh, it was a home run. Yeah. So we swung for the fences, and it was fantastic. Uh, we had 750 ticket holders in the village, nice. uh, 30 restaurants, uh, 13 sip-stop locations. Nice. And it's just a celebration of the dining and beverage scene in Carlsbad Village. But mm -hmm. we do, since we don't have enough uh, breweries and wineries in the village, we had from uh, Carlsbad. So other breweries um, like Ruler Brewing and, and yeah. others came down to the village. Nice. Um, the ones from the business park. That, yep. I mean, excellent. Because, you know, the village is just a hop, skip, and a jump. So, right. and they're Carlsbad, you yeah. know. Uh, so that was lovely. And it's, it's really nice seeing the collaboration again, yeah. not just the village, but all of Carlsbad. 
friends of ours, members of ours at Engel and Volker said they were a sip stop for, they were. I can't remember which place. For but, a winery. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're a very popular. They've got a beautiful location. Yes, they so, do. um, yeah, it was really, really nice. The thing that I love about our event is you'll see date night, group mm-hmm. night, uh, families come out. So it's a very nice crowd of people and, um, they're so appreciative yeah. of, of the event. So it, it was great. Fantastic. And then throughout the summer, you ran Flicks at the Fountain. How did that go this summer? Flicks at the Fountain was good. We normally do six movies uh, every Thursday night after 4th of July for six weeks. We did four, you know, just because of uh, the pandemic situation. We opened up in July and that's when things just started opening up. So it was a little, little touch and go, little touch and go. Uh, But it was really nice. Um, Again, seeing the families come out. Kids yeah. come out and have a lot of fun. We kind of spaced everyone out comfortably, but sure. uh, it was an outdoor event. And thankfully, um, all of our events in the village are outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So um, share with – you have some other cool events you guys do. Of course, you run the farmer's, farmer's market. market. Yeah. yeah. We can't, I was going to say, we can't not talk about the farmer's market. Yeah, please market. do. So in our opinion, it is the best uh, farmer's market in all of North County and yeah. even, you know – Ranks right up there in all of San Diego County, uh, right on State Street. Uh, what makes ours unique is we're right amongst the businesses, the retail service and restaurant businesses. So it's kind of like a little Parisian outdoor market. You know, nice. you can shop, um, pop down on the street into the market, grab some food, go into a store and just kind of bounce back and forth. We have about a uh, little over 50 vendors, hot food, meat, cheese, fish, flowers. We're certified organic. Nice. And so it's a it's a lovely lovely uh, event. So it starts at two thirty every Wednesday, and we're rain or shine, except in torrential, but uh, rain or shine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the way we are in California. Exactly. If it gets if it rains too hard, let's yeah. be real. We're, <laughs> nobody's gonna come. So you you could right. hold it, but nobody would come. So no, no point. No. Uh, that's funny. And then, but you have some other like maker and art events. Uh, talk a little bit about those. Right. So during the pandemic, we were able to do four makers markets. And we've been doing these now for six years, every holiday season. But during the pandemic, the city enabled us to do pop-ups, a few more, let's put it that way. Our next one is December 4th, and it's a holiday focus. So it's called our Holiday Showcase. We'll have 50 vendors. Everything is juried and handcrafted. We make sure that everything coming in is either local, regional, and it has to be handmade, and the artist has to be there. Nice. Yeah. That's a great... Yeah, so neat clothing for kids, adults, uh, dogs. Yeah, a lot of dog accessories. Yeah, sure. Um, artisan sweet treats, um, live music, and that's at the St. Michael's Episcopal Church. I was going to say, is that at yeah. St. Michael's? Yeah, yep. December fourth, and December that runs 4th. from what time to what time? Uh, nine to four. Nine to four yeah, at St. Michael's. You've got an ocean view, so you can listen to music, look at the ocean, and shop. And what timing for holiday gifts? So that's wonderful. Well, we're going to take a quick pause in chatting here with Christine Davis, the executive director from the Carlsbad Village Association. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Small Business Saturday, which is coming right up. So Small Business Saturday has become an annual event nationwide. And here in Carlsbad, you've you've done a really good job over the years of, of trying to host an, uh, an event event. And so Why don't you tell everybody what's coming up and tell them the date and what you guys have planned in the village for Small Business Saturday this year. Sounds good. Um, This is what I call our Super Bowl uh, for small businesses, if people know or may or may not know. So this started back in 2010. 
November 27th of 2010 by American Express. And that was a, it was a direct result of a flagging economy at the time. So they were trying to boost the economy, shop local. And it was also the antidote to uh, Black Friday and uh, Cyber Monday. So those two holidays are really designed to push people into big box stores and online shopping. Well, that's not great for small businesses, you know. I mean, that's the worst thing for small business. So small business Saturday. small brick and mortar businesses, little retail, yeah. To see people shopping on, if we can say, Amazon and buying, you know, products from overseas, we'd much rather have them in our stores. So Small Business Saturday is always a Saturday after Thanksgiving. So this year is November 27th. And in the village, what we've done for the last several years is we just kind of have a big party down in the village. So live music. Uh, we do have the Carlsbad High School Jazz Ensemble doing their holiday concert. Nice. And they're they're spectacular. I don't yeah. know if you've ever heard. That we're, we're not talking the when I was in you know, <laughs> band back in school. These guys are, and I think they're releasing their first CD. Wow. So, yeah, so it's going to be special. That'll be um, at the Carlsbad Village Music Store in their parking lot. We're going to decorate it and bring in chairs so Carlsbad you can sit. Carlsbad Village and, Music Store. I'm trying to picture that in my uh, mind. State and Carlsbad Village Drive. Okay. Yeah, and it'll be it'll be real obvious. So we're going to turn their parking lot into a little outdoor uh, concert venue. Nice. And what time way. is that? Uh, you're going to have to go on the website, okay. carlsbad-village.com, for the details. We're still ironing out the start and start times of that. Um, but throughout the day, we'll have a booth at the corner of State and Grand in front of the fountain. We have swag giveaway, um, shirts, tumblers, things that brand the village in Carlsbad. But we're also giving away this year close to $3,000 in gift cards. Wow. So what we did, yeah, I mean, that's a big amount of money. That's, that's a, lot. a lot of gift cards. Um, what we did this year is for Taste of Carlsbad Village is to thank all of the participants, the 30 restaurants and the 13 sip stops, is we're buying a $100 gift card from each of them, wow. $100 worth of gift cards from each of them, mm-hmm. and giving them away. So we figured, what a way to boost the economy so people who will come in on Small Business Saturday, no purchase necessary, can get a raffle ticket. Uh, There'll be opportunities to get more than one. And who knows? Might win. We've got a lot of money to give away. So and so that's at your booth, which you just yes. mentioned is the corner of State and Grand. State and Grand. Come outdoors. by your booth. Yep. Register for that yep. free. Uh, purchase some extras. It sounds like if yep. you wanted to increase your chances of winning and yep. three thousand dollars in gifts. So there's a uh, great opportunities. I think a lot of people are going to be very pleased. They're going to be very lucky. And it's just a great day to come down and shop. Um, Stores have specials for Small Business Saturday. Mm -hmm. They're going to have, you know, this is when they kind of pull out all the stops. So come down and dine, eat. We've got 15 now coffee shops in the village. So 15 coffee shops. Yeah. yeah. That's tremendous. Yeah. So come down and, and enjoy that. But then just really help the small businesses. Continue to support them, even though the pandemic's over. Yeah. We've got to keep supporting these small businesses. 15 coffee shops. How many restaurants in the village? Uh, well, I, I'm going to say about 100. Wow. Uh, because when you look at fast food and sure. fast casual and, and sit down, but yeah. um, at, let's say at least 100. That's a lot. 
So plenty of opportunities to come down and support local while you shop and check out, even if you're, you know, casually shopping, aggressively shopping, whatever, whatever your style is, um, you can make a, a nice, enjoyable day of it. And once again, that is Saturday, November 27th. So the event, air quotes, kind of would you say would start at what time? Uh, we generally start around 10 in the morning, 10 in you the know, morning. when the okay. stores were, we kind of go all day. So I would say 10 to four. So for the early birds, come early get birds. breakfast or coffee and then start your shopping. And then hit the booth because yep. the swag goes quickly. And yeah. that's a first come first, you know, when first we're out, we're yeah. out. So, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I wanted to um, touch on one other thing for the holidays that you and I are working on together collaboratively. And that is our gift Carlsbad 2.0, 2.0, yeah, um, last year. Uh, hopefully some of our listeners participated in our initial adventure of gift Carlsbad when you were able to purchase a gift card to, I think we had 88 different businesses that participated, many in the village and some on other parts of Carlsbad. But at that time, you were able to purchase a gift card for a specific store and then Based on what amount you purchased, you could get a bonus. But uh, we've evolved it now for 2.0. And um, I'll let you share a little bit. And, of course, I'll chime in. But uh, share a little bit about how Gift Carlsbad 2.0 is shaping up. Sure. Yeah, I'm excited about this because it's um, similar but even better, I think. Um, So this will allow people to buy a gift card and use it at any of the participating stores. So yes. whether they're in the village, anywhere in Carlsbad, yeah. that are uh, will be listed on our website. Yeah. Um, so that would great holiday shopping. Yeah. Gosh. And the bonus amounts, if you want to speak to that, the bonus amounts are pretty nice. Pretty nice, yeah. If you purchase a $40 gift card, um, you get a $10 bonus. And if you go up to a $75 gift card, you get a $25 bonus card. And we added the highest level. If you purchase a hundred or more dollar gift card, you get a forty dollar bonus. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's a forty percent bonus. That's and if it were me, I would buy the gift card for gifts, keep the bonus for myself. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and one of the things that's new. Um, so our program last year was great because the moment you purchased. The gift card, the money went straight to the retail establishment. So that was important. Last year, we needed to get money in their hands. And, and that program got almost $100,000 into the hands of our restaurants, retailers, and service companies. But this year, it's a little different because it's a general card and you can use it anywhere. They won't get any benefit. The, the merchant won't get any benefit till you actually redeem the card. So to encourage you to redeem... The bonus card does have a 90-day expiration, so the, the part you purchase never expires, so purchase it, give it to employees, give it to friends and families, but the bonus has got to be redeemed within 90 days or we're going to reabsorb that money and give it to somebody else. So that's the way we're, you know, we've kind of come up with to encourage people to actually use these cards and not just sit on them and keep them in their wallet. But I think it's going to be exciting. I, I do too. And I like the fact that it's uh, hotels, yeah. retail, service-based businesses, restaurants. So, yeah, I'm hoping our list will be much greater than 88. Yeah. And people really um, come on out. And we should have that, what, middle of November, I think we'll yeah. have, you know, yeah. have it rocking and rolling. Right about the time people are listening to this, it should be live and running. So hopefully we'll have a great number of people who participate. Before we wrap up, I have to, um, you know, say that in stalking your 
social media. You obviously have a great love for the outdoors and camping and things like that. It's pretty much all over your social media. So what's the next trip? Where are you, where are you going next? Uh, well, I'm going to make my fourth attempt at uh, Mount Whitney. So, oh. Yeah. Um, and that's all. When? Uh, next August. So okay. it's a lottery-based system. So mm. uh, three years in a row, I was good. I got my passes, and I did Whitney three times. So okay. that was great. Uh, then uh, didn't get a lottery ticket because of the pandemic. There were so many people applying. Wow. So I had to take a year off. So now I'm back at it. So I'm wow. going to do another another Mount Whitney, and uh, there's a lot of great hiking. In, in do, you, do you go up and down in one day, or do you camp, or how do so you do it? So two of the years I did up and down in one day. So that's basically you're hiking for about 17 straight hours. So it's Whoa. 22 miles. And it goes up to 14,000, yeah. um, you know, above 14,000 feet. So it's the highest point in the contiguous. Yeah. Or no, in California. I'm sorry, not contiguous. Did that twice. And then the third year, I did an overnight. Yeah. So I wow. camped out at 12,000 feet and then went back up. So Wow. Yeah. That's a... Uh... That's quite commitment. It is. I don't. It's an obsession. Yeah. It's very strange. After the first year I did it, I came down and said, that was the dumbest thing I've ever done. I'm never doing it again. And I think two days later, I was signing up again. So, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Very good. Well, thank you so much for taking time to come and visit and to share uh, all the great stuff going on in the village and, and with uh, your organization. And, and I'm very excited about Small Business Saturday. I am too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody down there. And, you know, one thing we didn't mention is as my shoe store and everything else, we've been a longtime Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce member. So for we many, many, that. many years. Thank you so yeah. much for yeah. that. And, and uh, I appreciate uh, our collaboration. Uh, obviously, we did a lot of it during peak of COVID, but uh, we collaborate all the time. And I appreciate that. All right. Well, thank you again, and uh, we will be chatting soon. Thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad, People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free, creates goodwill, and makes you feel great.